0: This Bonfire Side Chat Appendix is brought to you by our Patreon campaign, and more importantly, the patrons therein. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash TV and meet all of the rogues' gallery of lovable scamps. You've got your your Riff Connors and your Brian's Wade and your Zach Johnsons and your Allison Bakers and all these awful dodgers who have decided to to kick us a couple bucks a month because they're awesome and they like what we do, and we like them and we like what they do. And everything's great. So does that on over to Patreon.
1: Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence.
0: My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And I'm Alex Eich. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat Appendix. It is an undead dragon giant appendix.
1: <laughs> uh, fused. It is an amalgamation, yes. And this week we are reading your responses to Aldia's Keep, the Dragon Airy, and the Dragon Shrine. And as you heard, we are once more joined by Alex. Thank you for sticking around, Alex. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. For those of you who didn't hear the main episode, shame on you. Um, uh, but also, you know, if you're here, welcome. Um, Alex uh writes <laughs> Mixed the, signals. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is the I'm trying to make them into Sybils. Um no. Um Alex is the uh <laughs> is the uh, uh mind and writer behind the Blighttown Beacon, which is fake news from uh from
0: Lordran and related kingdoms. hmm Yeah. And uh yeah, yep. it does it it does it is good work. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we've been uh, we've got a quite a lot of responses since we're covering a lot of ground. So I'm going to go ahead and just get started here with Jason. Um, Jason says by contact, the bonfire in front of Aldia's keep holds the single most poignant moment for me in Dark Souls 2. Deal's demise encompasses the themes of forgetting and misconnections that run through the other stories and world of the game, and in this instance, uh, it is singularly well put together. She finally succumbs to the curse, pleading with us to remember her and her quest, which she came achingly close to finally accomplishing, finding her brother as aslatheel. Uh maybe it was for the best that she never found him as a hollowed vengeful spirit. Maybe she did, and that was what made her give in. I will always remember her name. Man, I yeah,
1: I love I love the de- like any any kind of media where dementia plays a theme, like you know, if like yeah. play- plays a role in it,
0: it's really poignant because well, it's so, it's so real. Yeah. Like it is, it is a thing that will happen to each of us. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we will go hollow. Like we're mm-hmm. going to forget our family member. If we live, if we're lucky enough to live long enough to forget our family's names, like she, that God. is the truth <laughs>
2: Uh, it, see, it depends uh, on the family. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, see, yeah, you sound well-adjusted, city boy.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, it's thirty fucking feet to Aslatia, and she didn't make it. And that's still funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man, gave him a can of peaches, but no opener.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, Dalton Markovich uh, writes in via Facebook to say. Uh, the the first bit of gameplay released for Dark Souls 2 focused on the entrance to the keep. It looked incredibly atmospheric and it got me excited tr- to traverse a museum of dragons. While the main game still keeps a lot of the atmosphere intact, I find this area uh, to be one of the more disappointing in the game, specifically its latter half. The area doesn't feel as much uh, uh, sorry, the area doesn't feel as much an architectural marvel, uh, but more like an arena for fighting the game's toughest enemies. Uh, these weird creature designs lend themselves uh, well to the thought experimentation and transmutation, uh, but it would have been cool to see some new designs. Get grotesque and show me the horror of what Aldia's experiments brought forth. This is somewhat conveyed through the room with a pile of deep of giants, but I think if they went further with this idea, it would have been even more powerful. And I pulled a gold urn lever. I should have listened to the
2: ground. You should always <laughs> listen to the ground. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you know when trains are coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since when of since one of Soapstone's ever been deceiving
0: ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm gonna just start putting a bunch of like beware of liar ahead <laughs> in front of those. The um I wonder how much like my my Dark Souls 2 and onward philosophy of like I don't want to see pre-release stuff. Mm-hmm. How much that colored how much I like this area? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't. I watched like one trailer for Dark Souls 2 before I decided like you know what I'm I'm luckily lucky if I'm gonna get a couple of Souls things where like I don't get to I get to go in fresh. So I'm gonna keep that mm-hmm. and I've maintained it with Bloodborne. Like I haven't watched any trailers. I haven't watched any of the alpha. But I didn't try to get into the alpha. Like I don't. I just want to go into it, you know, super fresh. Yeah. Which is. Problematic as somebody who hosts this podcast, um, <laughs> but it, it, I think it did help with this because I didn't have that sense of disappointment at all. But I could mm-hmm. see it if like I had been like building it up. Yeah, you know, for me it came right on the heels of the super sad Vendrick moment, mm-hmm. and that like that worked for me. It didn't feel disappointing.
1: I'll throw this to you guys. Um, do you think this area would have lost something if it wasn't kind of repeats of these unique enemies we've seen elsewhere, and if it replaced it with kind of newer, grosser versions?
2: If they would have. Of- Go, I kind of like it. <laughs> you, you like it that it's called. I kind of like it because it, yeah, because I mean, it. even though we've seen a lot of these enemies before, it gives them that sense of origin, mm-hmm. especially when you see all those like, not just the enemies that are still in the cages hanging from the ceiling, but mm-hmm. like all the empty ones, because then it gives you that kind of idea on, oh, well, we already fought those. Yeah. Those are the That's ones that the escaped.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they, they would have been two different things. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that they reused them does give it that point of origin, and that's what they're going for. If it had been, you know, totally new creatures, we would have been like, "Oh, Aldi was real fucked up." What does that have to do with anything we've already seen? Mm -hmm. So much other than the dragon stuff that we'd we'd find out. Yeah, Um, a compromise might be if they were like just you know like prototype versions of them. Yeah, like if like you'd see versions of monsters that looked like they could be this thing, but they're a little bit different.
1: Yeah, crimson heads versus liquors.
0: Yeah. Like, well, the, I mean, I feel like the connection would need to even be stronger than that because, mm-hmm. like, those things are connected, but, it you know, that's not evident the way they're connected. Like, I would mm-hmm. still want to have that flash of recognition, but have yeah. it be, like – like, maybe even something like a like slightly different color and it breathes fire or something yeah, like, like a, that. Yeah, like
1: just, like, a plus version of it.
0: I mean, kind of like the difference yeah. between the rabbit. kobolds.
2: Ogres. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, the difference between the rabid kobolds and the regular kobolds. Yeah. That would have been a good – Yep. Good comparison, I yeah. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I f- wouldn't have wanted just totally new monsters. Like that yeah. would have ruined it for me, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I agree. I just wanted to put it out there because the Dalton raises a good point about that. I think uh yeah, that's you know, a good- just, if they could have been more grotesque versions, that would have been sweet. But mm-hmm. you know, I still like it as it is.
0: It's a good question. Yeah. Alex, do you want to read uh roops
2: <laughs> message? Okay. Well, roops or ruop? <laughs> I don't know. I always go for all the options in case I butcher anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> to me, Aldia's Keep seemed to be a very video gameish place. To ease your way or to find something hidden, you had to play with the game mechanics a lot. Although the Bone Dragon in the lobby was one of the best gotcha moments in any game, the enemies coming from the mirrors was really neat. Th- was a really neat thing, both in visual and bringing something new to the game. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I don't, it like so so we good?
2: I, I'm not sure if he means the mere nights or if he's talking about the guys jumping from the paintings.
1: I think he's talking about the about the I know like spires.
2: Okay. Yeah. Cause it's I don't know, I feel like right after the mere night. I don't know, just the whole new thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we've been looking for sense. I mean, and this is you know, and when I say looking for sense, the 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 explicitly video gamey, like what the hell is this kind of place? And it very much this does play out like a mini boss rush, um, more than any other area in the game, I think.
0: I, I always thought of Iron Keep as more sensey. Yeah, to me. Um yeah. I I wanted to say that enough and I'm tired enough to where I didn't just say stop making sense mm-hmm. which is what I was going to say to you <laughs> but yeah, it's not sleepy so I didn't yeah. stop making sense making sense yeah. um yeah but yeah thank you uh thank oh. you Roop mm-hmm. um yes yeah, so, thank you Alex for that yeah <laughs> you you listen to the show like we're idiots it's not the uh you know hopefully this is shattering no illusions about uh terrible dad humor <laughs> on, on Fireside Chat cuz um I'm not a, I'm not yeah. a smart man. Um, <laughs> Mega says, fine contact. Um, I haven't been very good about putting in feedback on the games, but I had to write in about these areas because they're my favorites. LDS keep. What a fantastic atmosphere. So many of the levels were ruins after ruins and castle after castle. So this immense mansion with so much character and lore soaked into it was such a relief. Walking into the main hallway with the experiments hung up everywhere. Nothing but some flimsy bars between you and enough monsters to kill you a hundred times over. It's fantastic. I'm still mad that the preview video I watched spoiled the big moving uh, dragon skeleton in the main lobby for me. The dragon area slash shrine were very beautiful too, inspired and different in feel from the rest of the game. I enjoyed meandering around, trying to find all the secrets while senselessly murdering drakes. The uh, <laughs> the, uh, the long swing bridge, the gorgeous suspiciously Orlando-like palace, and the giant ancient dragon in the impossibly vast empty platform, all very rad. I know they probably felt like they couldn't have too many pretty areas while keeping the game feeling dark, but I still wish they could have had more places like the airy or Hades Tower of Flame. Also, fuck those exploding do- zombies. <laughs> Then that goes back to like one of the very like the very first episode of the show or the very first one where we talked about Majula where like I feel like Dark Souls 2 has the courage to be pretty. Yeah. In a way that the other games don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this this really supports that.
1: Yeah. I like it. I feel like it's supported. Like there can be this kind of like untouched natural place. Right. Yeah. You know, like nature reclaiming a place or nature integrating with, you know, human architecture doesn't have to be decay, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> It's kinda like if you've ever played the game that no one played enslaved.
1: Oh yeah, I love that game.
2: Uh yeah, that one that's a that's an apocalypse I'd actually enjoy <laughs> being in. Yeah. Yeah. It we, we've we've explored corruption enough. Yep. You know,
0: like it's great. Um and I I'm always happy to see it, but like it's okay to do some other stuff. Mm-hmm. We're
2: yeah. Bethesda, Bethesda, don't let this discourage you from making Fallout 4. We still want that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It can be mm-hmm. it can be uh corruption and and, and uh decay there.
1: <laughs> that's where that's where the corruption decay lives. Uh yeah. we, we didn't really mention that crazy platform the ancient dragon is on. Like yeah. aesthetically it's really neat and kind of like like in a creepy way, and how perfect and vast it is. Like I always run out
0: to the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah. I though- like to imagine below it is a giant cat tree. <laughs> like it's just the top of a cat tree, and there's all these little cubby holes inside. He's just up there on. Yep, <laughs> yeah. just hanging in the sun. Roaring in the window. I always,
2: <laughs> I always just. I'm on that platform, and I'm just like, look at all this space that he can still breathe fire on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's how they designed
0: it. He just breathed fire, and then they just made a platform as big as the radius <laughs> of it, more or less.
1: Oh. David writes in via contact saying I absolutely loved Aldia's keep and the dragon airy in honesty, dark souls two was disappointing me in the lead up to this area. All of the bosses from the castle on were great. And the Vendrick reveal was absolutely incredible, but many areas were leaving me uninterested. Amana and the castle were both beautiful, but I felt their initial charm wore off as I played the ramp up to Aldia hooked me fast. However, that first shaking cart seriously freaked me out and our big skeleton friends scared the shit out of me in the best, most (laughs) sincere way. Um, the initial shock of the reveal, the confusion, the realization of what was about to happen just before it did. Perfect. The transition into the dragon area left me breathless as well. Um, I had to just stop and admire it for a while before continuing on. I don't think I've been so awestruck by a Souls area since Ash Lake. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, i all agree. Yep. I don't think I have anything to add to that. No. But
2: well said. Definitely. Alex, right, we want to read uh, Franz here. Okay, Fran says of his Airy Invasion story. The Airy was the location of my favorite invasion. When I dropped down to a ledge to grab an item, I got invaded. The only way back except dying the only way back except dying was to use the feather. But the one but that one was disabled because of the invader. I was quite fond of my current collection of souls, so I decided to wait. I cast a chameleon, and Method acted a vase on a ledge for about 25 minutes. Every once in a while, (laughs) I saw my glowing red invader running past in the distance or flying over... On a Ziploc. his search for a target got increasingly more frantic and desperate until he slipped and fell from the rocks when I feathered back to the bonfire I discovered he kindly opened the shortcut for me the run from the shrine bonfire to the ancient dragon really reminded me of the repeated run to Ornstein and Smough this made defeating the dragon twice as satisfying and the shrine one of my favorite areas in the game
0: whoa that first part's great. That second part, that made it more satisfying for you. You're a more patient man than well, I, because yeah. like he waited you know, 25 minutes
1: play acting as a face. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. You're clearly <laughs> this like guy's Andy fucking
1: Dufrain. Yeah, are you? Well, are it's you are like, uh,
2: <laughs> Have you se- have you guys seen the? There's the YouTube video where the guy wears all of the hollowed knight armor mm-hmm. in the Forest of Fallen Giants, kills that first one with the halberd, but. <laughs> Like leads it away from its initial position, so it looks like so he basically hides that body, mm-hmm. and then gets invaded, and then pretends to be that hollow knight yep. mm-hmm. until the time runs out. And it's the it's one of the most fantastic Dark Souls videos I have ever seen, and that's what this reminds me of.
1: Well, it's the best when he starts fucking with him and starts dropping uh, dropping carvings.
2: Yeah. Hello. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that's that fantastic. Just, I love
2: the little. I love the little commentary too, where it's like what the other guys think. It was just like, mm-hmm.
0: "Fuck, where is this guy?" Yeah. <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> it was really good motion tracking on that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, super yeah. good. Um, Simon Thornton says uh, via Facebook: uh, "The Dragonary is the perfect example of how Dark Souls 2 was designed around set pieces that don't link together at all. But it's okay because they decided the Dark Souls 2 lore will explain it by saying it's a cycle. Disappointing.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't understand. Like, what? What part is a cycle?" Like I don't, under, I don't actually understand the oh, just, can't parse out the comment.
1: Yeah, I I don't know how the cycle applies here. Um, except uh, except to say that kind of like everything in the game is meant to is meant to be a part of something else.
0: Yeah. I, I mean I suppose so. Like I could see this feels like two different complaints, mm-hmm. like linked by a butt to me. Like I'm not saying yeah. that as I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I just don't like they're both valid complaints. I just don't understand how they relate. Yeah. Um because the the cycle stuff that they explain to me has more to do with the story and then more to do a little bit with like why the the uh, Lordran stuff shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, but not why the areas are disconnected right. or designed through set pieces. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah. And and plus like just these three levels and uh, specifically seem more connected than many of the other levels in this game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like Uh, that isn't really a criticism of the, of this place, at least like lore, or even mechanically, like this could, this area could be out behind, you know, like you go through the key for quite a while. Like this doesn't break any laws of spacey wastiness. Mm -hmm. Um, at least as far as I can tell.
2: yeah, the only complaint I see about it being disconnected is oh, you can't see those giant rock spires yeah. from Aldis Keep. And it's like, well, it's fucking Silent Hill when you get into Aldis <laughs> Keep. Yeah. of course you're not going to see anything. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's far too.
2: Like they could be like, you know, yeah. there there could be a
0: cliff on the other edge very easily. Like the Aldis Keep is long, like it is a huge hallway. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you go quite a quite a ways. so. Yeah. The uh I mean I'm not saying it doesn't break it, I'm just saying it doesn't explicitly break it as much as something else does. Yeah,
1: it's not it's no uh it's no run from uh let's say um Earth and Peak to Iron tides Hides. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah or it's yeah, or yeah, yeah no hides. hides. Yeah. Yeah. It's no elevator to nowhere. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Luke writes in via the contact saying Eldia's Keep and the Dragon Shrine were the areas in which I figured out the reading of Dark Souls 2 that I found most satisfying, specifically that it's a sequel about sequels. Here we see, with the most clarity, the way in which the game is built not just around the idea of cycles and repetition, but diminishing returns. Not only are these people retreading failed footsteps, but they seem to be making less of an impact each time. These vessels for the Lord's Souls exist on a far smaller scale than the demigods of Dark Souls. It's entropy in action, and Aldia is doing his best to fight against it and recapture the glory of the past through his experiments, whether or not it ever really existed. The Ancient Dragon isn't really a dragon. Faith items aren't relics, but replicas and tales of fakes and forgeries can be found everywhere. I think From knew that they were going to cop some flack for returning directly to the well uh, that we would call this, uh, sorry, they knew that we would call this game a retread and decided to lean into the skit, so to speak. There are hints of all this throughout the game, but here's where it first crystallized for me. As for the areas themselves, Aldia's Secret Lab had a cool premise, but I wish that it wo- uh, But I wish that rather than rush, and- rush it into the game, they had waited and let the DLC team design it. The current level hints at the kind of non-linear sequencing that they came back to in those levels. The Aerie 2 took a great view and failed to turn it into a level that lasts too long in the mind. I had fun running through there, but I didn't feel the need to rush and tell my friends about it since it's just another fantasy game dragon level. That said, the screenshots of it are
0: often amazing yeah that's that i I like that interpretation yeah like that that is interesting and there is like a lot of like trying to recapture the past mm-hmm. That is, that is brought up all the time like fakes and forgeries like uh you know Ben Hart talk about next episode and yeah and all that stuff or next uh you know mainline episode mm-hmm.
1: that's uh that's borne out in yeah, the, like uh, the in the description of the of the dull ember too. You know, just yeah. like like this thing kind of, you know, headed toward this regression towards this mean of just bar- barely being lit. Like we yeah. see all these half efforts and these forgeries and fakes and, you know, diminishing returns. I know that's a great way to put it.
2: Yeah. 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 It w- this is like just one of the better... This is one of the better theories about Dark Souls 2 as a whole that I've seen so far. Yeah. And I, uh, good props to Luke. Good job. Yeah.
0: Good job, Luke. The, uh, I think that they, that would have been a really interesting thing that they could have explored more in the DLC. Like you bring up the DLC. Um, since those do explicitly take place in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they don't so much. Yeah. Um, which is just kind of, a, you know, a little bit of a missed opportunity. Like I'm not saying that, you know, discounts the theme or anything. Or that uh, that... Uh, conjecture, but I would have liked to have seen that more fully supported just because I like it a lot. Um, yeah, and I'll go ahead and close this out with Max. This is a long response. I don't want to put you through it, Alex. Um, Max uh, says, via
1: contact. <gasps> <laughs> it,
0: it, it is pretty long, I right? So not, yeah, Max says, and it's good that it's long. The Max uh, says via contact. Uh, Aldea's Keep is among my favorite areas in the game. It manages to imbue yet another stone castle with personality by aligning gameplay considerations with lore. Dark Souls 2 doesn't handle show-don't-tell as well as the original, but Aldia's Keep successfully communicates through level and encounter design. 1. Our progression through the level mirrors the arc of Aldia's obsession. Our jaw drops as we see a massive skeletal dragon. Well, much more how he must have first encountered them. We progress through the hallways, crowded with caged test subjects and flanked by research labs. Progress is slow and gory, just like science. Uh, note: I have an incomplete understanding of science. <laughs> um, eventually, we emerge into the me sun. Me <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty true. Um, <laughs> Eventually, we emerge into the giddy, sunburnished heights of the cliffs above the castle where we find the guardian dragon, a key success for Aldea. We encounter several creatures that previously seemed unusual, even for Drang Lake. That giant basilisk that dropped a dragon bone makes much more sense when we see one here. It's giant because of the dragon bone. The dragon bone was inside it because Aldea put it there as an experiment towards his ultimate success, the ancient dragon. Three, uh, the beautiful surprise when the knights emerge from the mirrors suggest early experiments towards creating the looking glass knight and his shield. Royal sorcerer Navlin is a puzzle. Quote, unquote, he's Aldia is nonsensical. People want everyone in this game to be Aldia. Um, (laughs) I consider Duke Seldora to be the likeliest candidate if Aldia appears in the game at all. I didn't even, I've never thought of that before. Mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting. Um... The best answer I've uh, I've seen is from a Reddit user, uh, you're the worst ever, whose theory relies on Navalon's dialogue and some interesting flavor text on a staff found in the crypt. Um, too long didn't read Olinford the sorcerer attempted to learn about a darker form of sorcery that mankind could understand to this end he ventured into the undead crypt and became possessed by Navlin the royal sorcerer Navlin is Olinford who lost his ability to control his own body and actions and is instead controlled by a maniacal wizard who was executed long ago with his entire village for delving into magic no human should um, and I'll put in that link in the, uh, the show notes and I need to read it because I don't know how viable it is mm-hmm. um Overall, the lore surrounding Aldea, Dragons, and the Emerald Herald is disappointing to me. There isn't enough information about what happened to speculate meaningfully on the character's goals and motivations. Dark Souls was so tightly calibrated. It left just enough gaps in just the right places, perfectly evoking the emotional experience that young uh, Miyazaki was... Had when he tried to read Western fantasy without a perfect command of English. Dark Souls Two is more sprawling and less focused, but to the extent that it suffers, it does so only in comparison to its predecessor. This is a Temple of Doom situation, not a Crystal Skull t- catastrophe. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I and I agree with you. Like, I think that is the, uh, and even though I I think the Aldia Dragons and Emerald Herald stuff works for me, I just can't fit it into to chandra. Yeah. Like that's my issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I want to read that uh, that theory and see about that that with Olin Ford and yeah. the Duke Seldora is interesting because the place is called uh, Bright uh, you know, Brightstone <laughs> or Bright, it's called Brighttown population Seldora uh, Brightstone Seldora and Seldora <laughs> like we know that as a name oh, because yeah. his name is Duke Seldora mm-hmm. but I wonder if like Seldora could also be a word for a place. Mm -hmm. like Brightstone Seldora he's Duke Seldora because he's from the place but his real name is Aldia I
1: I can't I can't like bring up a citation I think it's implied that it is named after him
0: okay I mean that could be true true too I just never thought about that before and also given now that all the DLCs are out Seldora (laughs) is the character with the least expansion or no expansion through them Mm -hmm. so um, yeah but yeah thank you that's a that's a great comment Yeah. Um, you know and that idea of it it mirroring his his descent into research and madness is really Mm -hmm. cool
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Great comment, Max.
2: But I, I'm, yeah, great comment. But I must say, fuck you for reminding me that Crystal Skull exists. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And it, and and also thank
0: you for uh, not saying Temple of Doom is the worst Indiana Jones because <laughs> it was it was my first and I, I still hold a lot of affection for that bonkers ass movie. <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> um I, I would like to see a citation and Gary, you might be able to provide this of, uh, of, um, where Miyazaki has said that dark souls kind of arose from his incomplete understanding of English Western fantasy.
0: I know that he was, um, I think it's in the, I've the, uh, the game design. Yeah. Huh. I, I think it might be in the game design interview. Okay. Um, because, uh, Steve Jackson's sorcery, um, that game book was one of the first things he, he read and he talked about how big of an influence that was.
1: Yeah. It's probably been a very long time since I've read that. Yeah, but it has well, like, been a long time since I read it. Yeah,
0: that. it's it's a weird thing to go back and just read like six pages of interviews. And, like <laughs> yeah. I read it once a week, keep <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> myself fresh. The uh, we don't do that. People who are listening. Yeah. Um, but yeah th- thanks everybody who wrote in. The, mm-hmm. This is a, a uniformly excellent round of comments, mm-hmm. and uh, and thanks again to Alex for sticking around. Yeah,
2: appreciate it. where uh, where can people find you, Alex. Uh, they can find me at uh, blighttownbeacon.tumblr.com or alex_ufioike if you are looking on Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm. Indeed, yeah. and uh, there'll be there'll be links in the uh, the show notes for the the main episode of those. And uh, if you, we won't we've been recording for a long time, and Cole is about to collapse, <laughs> and I am a hungry boy, so we're not going to keep you too much longer. But you know yeah. all the normal stuff to do: yeah. readings, reviews, um, check out our other work, yeah. and uh, stay tuned for some deleted scenes. Ah, yeah. Well, whenever you notice something like that, a wizard did it.
1: Ooh, cool. If they're listening to this when the episode drops, I mean, like right after it, they can probably still come out to PRGE.
0: <laughs> That's because... true. If, if you're hearing this, run! <laughs> yeah, get, get a plane ticket right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's but it,
1: but before 4 p.m., get out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you'll you'll catch the very end. Of yeah,
1: I am uploading this. So. I'm uploading this from the hotel room. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. Well, whenever you notice something like that, a wizard did it. (sighs) Okay, I'm back. Welcome back. Thanks, bud. Cool. Get my stern out of the way. Get my Foley spoon noises recorded. (laughs) Can you do YYZ. (laughs) 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 All right. Ah, yeah. Well, whenever you notice something like that, a wizard did it. Hello. Hello. What's up? Not much. Having hmm. bad stomach. I I was having a little bit of that too. I was yeah. kind of amazed I managed to get home and poop. Oh before wow! Before and to record. Yeah. So, it's <sighs> a real speed speed dating situations. <laughs> what's <laughs> that bad boy speech
1: okay a version of speed chess where there's one timer at the computer a one timer at the
0: toilet yeah and you just go back and forth <laughs> yep. and you just shit with old jewish guys in the park yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, the
1: savant homeless yeah <laughs> just a toilet and a chessboard
2: <laughs> you know, go, oh,
1: that's a good idea like you just sit I, in a toilet wall playing chess well I'm sure the Soviet Union like when you know in the middle of the cold chess war they developed that yeah. in order to train there
0: yeah or like on a sub where there's not oh. very much space oh yeah you know like and, and you don't want to waste all your time <laughs> not playing chess ah uh, yeah well whenever you notice something like that a wizard did it, wizard did it, wizard did it. Wiz 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 wizard did it. Wizard did
2: it, wizard did it. Wiz 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 wizard did it. Wizard did it, wizard did it. Wiz 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 wizard did it. Wizard did it, wizard did it. Wiz 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 wiz
1: wiz